Oh yeah, Robert. If I could just um, if I could just add on that. to that. Uh, oh, oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, you go ahead. No, you 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 go. You go. You go. It's it's okay. You go. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Right. yeah. So what I was just saying is to add to this presentation, um, I really think that we should scale up in you know an upward trajectory. All right, class. Just a reminder that every single class there is going to be a pop quiz within every class. Also, just to make sure that you're paying attention, it's going to be sporadically within the class. <laughs> Did someone Did you just hear that? Did someone hear that? Is, is someone was my phone? On? Was your mic on? Oh, no. your okay, mic on? anyway, so every final exam is going to be out of a million. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Queer Collective Podcast. My name is Carbon. And I'm Emily. Welcome. Welcome to the show. What are we going to be... I don't know. <laughs> so, so, in, so, today and... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had the best album of all time. Of all time. Continue. I'm going out. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> so, in celebration of the new year and the horrible year that is 2020 finally being over, we're just going to like creep into 2020 really quiet, but we're also going to give you um, a little 2020 wrapped. We're going to talk about what happened this year, the key points, um, make a couple jokes, and then we're also going to talk about what we're expecting for 2021. We are all zoomed out. I'm zoomed out. We are so zoomed out, if you couldn't tell by that skit in the beginning. We are tired of this, but we're going to talk about um, what, quote unquote, going back to normal will actually look like. Yeah, what does that even mean? Also, I don't think it'll happen in 2021, but let's get into it. So 2020 was a crazy year. Yeah. And people thought 2019 was crazy. Did remember? Think that? Dude, don't you remember? Like, it might be like, I don't know, like just ancient times in your brain at this point. Mm -hmm. But remember that 2019, everybody was like, oh, thank goodness. 2019 is over. Such a bad year. Oh, 2019. Let's get rid of it. Let's get rid of it. On to 2020. Things are better. They're looking good. Let's go. 2020, everyone. It's going to be the best. Everything before March is just darkness. I don't remember anything. Yeah, I we're in a time warp. 2019 seems like a magical year to me now. I don't know. Did and it seems like happen? five years away, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, it felt like this year was like five years for sure. But no, I, I mean, 2020, like even before March, it was still a, a shit show, to be honest. Was it? Like the Australian fires, right. the Amazon fires. Right. Did we forget? Trump got it. We forgot, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, literally everything before March is just like blackout. But what I was wondering is if YouTube was following you around with camera people 24-7 since March, what do you think would be included in your 2020 rap? For me? Yes. Dude, I don't even know. Like, I feel like it, it, it includes what it does for everyone, which is all of the fires, RBG, the pandemic, Donald Trump, Biden, all of the BLM protests, like... People uh, starting to care about the environment <laughs> and like people already cared, but I feel like uh, it's just on a more uh, massive scale nowadays. And the fact that it's a part of every president's or uh, whoever's running, um, it's part of their campaign is like speaks volumes. Like, oh, my 2020, good. like personally also yeah. consisted of um, things like uh, being debt free Yes. About investing for the first time, mm -hmm. uh, quitting my old job for my new job, yeah. uh, pursuing art, yeah. which is 
tied to the quitting job, new job, mm-hmm. um, you know, going into videography full time, photography, making connections, working with brands, mm-hmm. queer collectives, starting to build some momentum and okay. people reaching out to us and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. overall, I know it's been like crap a lot mm-hmm. of the time, but there were a lot of really great things that happened for me in particular not talking about the rest of the world just me um for a second and to be honest like for me 2020 was a very defining year for me it's in a positive trajectory i gained a lot out of it i got i gained a lot of Mm self-reflection i gained a lot of um just perspective and introspective and i personally benefited a lot from it Mm -hmm. and obviously a lot of it does have to do with like certain privileges that Mm -hmm. we have just being in Canada and just being in the position that we are yeah um but yeah for me it was very beneficial in general yeah I think if you're privileged enough like you said to be able to not be like afraid of where you're going to get your next meal and not be like afraid of getting evicted from your house then I think 2020 did actually hold a lot of space for people to pursue their art and to pursue their passion like if you were to take just like a mental break and mental reflection and just getting more in tune with yourself Mm -hmm. even if you just look at the fact that all of these stores selling inputs for creative industries like Long and McQuaid selling like music gear even like the aisle at dollarama being completely sold out of like all their art supplies and like the camera stores for us we know this all of a lot of their equipment has been sold out you know so you can see that when people have spare time they want to like create art you know what i mean they want to be expressing themselves and that can be something that's very healing and it was kind of a reawakening for people, a reminder of what we actually are meant to be doing. Mm. You know, we're not meant to be sitting in our offices. You guys know how we feel about sitting in your office and just watching your life go by. I don't want that. And I think a lot of people realize that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And people are starting to get more creative again. Like it's like mm-hmm. a, a I believe, a part of human nature to be creative. So it's really great to see things in not just like the dollar store art section, like things like Michael's, which is like all art mm-hmm. supplies, like just being like nearly empty. Were they? I didn't hear that. Yeah. And, wow. you know, there's no Michael's near us, so we weren't able to experience True. it. But like I've definitely heard that from people that live in the more suburban areas. And, yeah. you know, the fact that art is being like sold and just acquired and used more during the pandemic Mm -hmm. like really that part really makes me happy and i think people are also recognizing how much more they value other people's art you know what i mean like everyone interacts with art every single day every day you're streaming netflix or you're streaming anything on any streaming service that is someone's art that you're taking in you know what i mean you're experiencing someone's art um from looking at art on the side of the road from watching television you know all of these are ways that you're experiencing people's art and i think people are recognizing that there should be a monetary value attached to that especially for emerging artists like we need to be supporting them buying their prints to foster growth in that yeah 
Yeah, and I mm-hmm. hope that this really does help other people realize how important art is mm-hmm. and help them also within that realization now support artists, especially upcoming yeah. artists, the artists yeah. that are like are still currently struggling and everything like that yeah. to kind of like boost them up and being like, hey, I support you as an artist. I really love your work. Let mm-hmm. me buy your print or let me buy your uh, EP or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're all about. We love supporting other artists and especially emerging artists, Canadian emerging artists. I think there's so much talent locally. A lot of people think that you need to leave Canada to pursue your dreams in an artistic industry, Mm -hmm. but it shouldn't be the case. No, it should definitely not be the case. And if anything, um, it should be more motivation to, Bring it here. Totally. To bring it to Canada in general and Toronto uh, specifically because it is an art hub. Mm-hmm. And rather than trying to leave it to yeah. go take it somewhere else, like we should be bringing more here. Mm-hmm. Because it'll just make the city better yeah. and the country better, like the more art that there is. Yeah, that's my goal. And my goal is to make it gay AF. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't ask, but I think my 2020 wrapped if... YouTube was just following me around because my I'm life is so. Now. Yeah, thank you for asking. Yeah, <laughs> I think it would. This is the sequence of what it would look like. It would first look like me being really motivated and like doing my workouts outside, and mm. like forcing all of our roommates to do our workouts outside. And me like drinking some whipped coffee and just like still feeling feeling motivated, and then it would whipped coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. And then like maybe there would be a shot of like Tiger King, but (laughs) then it would go to me trying to put on my jeans and them not coming on (laughs) and be like, oh shit. And then just like the workout stop. (laughs) The workouts stopped when it got quite cold. Yeah, I definitely gained weight before that, though. But just saying, scrolling through TikTok and like there's this sort of trend of people like posting a photo or yeah, just a photo of themselves before the pandemic in this outfit. And then I've seen like men and women both doing this, like putting on that same outfit and just like not fitting into it afterwards. And I'm like, it it honestly makes me feel a bit better seeing other people experiencing the same thing. So just letting you guys know I'm experiencing that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would say like my my uh, dimensions are different <laughs> for sure. But I totally agree with everything that you said, though. This has been like a really creative year for me and definitely an awakening yeah. for me in many senses of just like realizing more so what my path is and like staying true to it. You know, I think good things come to you when you're true to yourself and you're true to like that little Gut, gut feeling gut feeling mm-hmm. yeah i think that's when things start to align for you yeah where it's like you're not sure where this is taking you but you know that it's on the right path you just know yeah you have this feeling about it that's when it's mm-hmm. like yes you need to follow that yeah and i like i still do have anxiety i like struggle a lot with my anxiety but it has been reduced once i realized that i don't have to control everything i don't know have to know like what the next step is Mm-hmm. but just knowing that I'm following my gut feeling, I know that I'm headed in the right direction, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of my anxiety stems from like me needing to know everything that's going to happen, right. which is like so unrealistic. I'm trying to control everything, but there's yeah. just certain things you can't control. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. And just like anything, whenever you're not fe- like following your goal, it always just feels wrong. You know, like me trying to like I'm in a business program, which is just silliness in its own, but I'm doing business commerce and then 
before everything hit, I was applying like crazy to all of these co-ops and um, it just felt wrong the whole entire time doing these interviews. Felt like I was like acting and now I, I don't feel that way anymore. That's good. Yeah. So now that we're seeing a little vaccine happening on the horizon. Mm. Um, so I went on the news because I've just been seeing so much. You've been on the news? I've been on the news. I <laughs> Here we have Emily Giosco's on CTV Network. <laughs> Not like that. I just looked at the news. <laughs> but I've been seeing so much information on Instagram, just like so many people talking about the vaccine, whether them being scared to take it. Yeah. And like kind of advising people against it or people just like advocating for it like crazy. Um, what are your thoughts? You're seeing this like big polarization for sure between for sure. these two groups of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wasn't sure what my thoughts were. That's why I went on the news. <laughs> <laughs> so after I was featured on CTV. <laughs> so. <laughs> I was just I couldn't really find all of the answers like about the studies so mm -hmm. much because that's kind of what I wanted to look more into but I did watch like a representative from Health Canada or something she was talking about the vaccine and she was saying that they have enough doses to vaccinate the majority of Canadians by I think the end of June sometime in the spring for sure and then almost like 90% or the whole population should be vaccinated by September, which I was like, whoa, that's faster than I thought. That's really fast. Yeah, because in my mind, I was like, I had heard someone said, I think it was like Anthony Fauci. He said that even if you don't want the vaccine, it doesn't matter because there isn't going to be enough doses at first for everybody to get it. Right. You yeah, know, yeah. it's like there's going to be enough people who want it for all those doses to be gone. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really matter. Totally. And keep yeah. in mind, like, you need two doses yeah, for it to be, like, 90% effective. So mm -hmm. um, that obviously takes a lot. And yeah. there's going to be the demand for it. But mm -hmm. what are your thoughts? I'm curious on the vaccine itself. Like, are you getting it? Are you not getting it? Would you consider it? What are your thoughts there? So I think vaccinations are really important, <laughs> obviously, like, preface. Um yeah, and it's important for, like, her immunity, I guess. Like, everyone needs to take the vaccine for it to be effective. Um, but I think just, like, the timeline, like a lot of other people, the timeline does, like, scare me a bit, just, like, how quickly it happened. But there has been a lot of reassurance from, like, health professionals, mm -hmm. you know, saying that, like, they don't feel scared to take it. But I think... Um, the definitely though they are more inclined to take it just because of how scared they probably are every single day being in front of people with COVID. Like that totally. risk benefit there, like the benefit yeah, yeah, yeah. way out. Yeah, out the benefit like, yeah. if you're a healthcare worker, I feel like the benefit of taking the vaccine is way I wouldn't hesitate. greater yeah. than <laughs> the you know not taking it. Yeah. Right? So yeah, it t I think it also depends on your situation. Like we don't come in contact with a lot of people like mm. at all yeah right and and like the most that we come in contact with people is like when we go grocery shopping yeah so we have the luxury of like being able to wait but mm -hmm. if i was a healthcare worker i just no oh, hesitation. i would take it in a second yeah and i went to go get a covid test a little while ago and um when I walked in, there was this family in front of me and the little kid wasn't wearing a mask. And the dad said this really dumb shit where he was like, yeah, um, we got an alert that we were exposed to COVID. So like, that's why we're like getting tested. And she was like, oh, okay, when did you get your alert? He was like, two weeks ago. 
Huh? What? That was that is two weeks later is not the time to get tested. It's like the next day. I know. And they had me like way too close to this guy. And I was like, I started panicking. And I in that moment I was like, Yeah, I think if someone had the vaccine in front of me right now, I would be like <laughs> Just give it to me. Just give yeah. it to me. So like yeah if i was definitely if i was more of a frontline worker i would take it in a second yeah and Mm -hmm. i've listened i've listened to podcasts about the the vaccine and like things that you need to know a podcast that had a really good explanation was Mm. frontburner and that's by cbc network and for frontburner like the, the person that they had explained the vaccine did a really good job and um I don't want to summarize the vaccine and how it works or anything because I'm, I'm not mm. a doctor. So you can go listen to Front Burner. Um, mm. I think it's titled Everything You Need to Know About uh, the Vaccine. But it was really good. And it made me feel like it was a very safe procedure. And the way that people have described symptoms after taking the vaccine, you know, things like soreness or dizziness or whatever. Those are typical symptoms yeah. like from any vaccine. Yeah. So you know obviously we're going to have the luxury of seeing how it affects people over time because it's going to be a while until the vaccine gets to the general population but in general it feels very safe and i'm the kind of person that does get nervous about taking vaccines i'm always like what the heck is in the yeah you you don't put much in your body yeah i don't i don't take very many like i don't take medications i don't Mm -hmm. take vaccines and i'm not an anti-vaxxer First of all, it's just that like you take vaccines, you've been vaccinated. I've been I've been vaccinated for things in the past. Yeah, I've just yeah. I just mean like lately, like, for example, I don't get my flu shot. Every OK, year. yeah. Um, And it's not because I'm anti vaccine or anti flu shot. And in, in general, I feel I feel pretty confident about the contents mm. of the vaccine, mm. how it's distributed, how it works in your body. Like, I feel pretty safe, yeah. like personally. Yeah. So I would be down to take it. Yeah, I'd like to listen to that podcast because when I was trying to find things, I was just like searching for news videos on YouTube when I saw um, the one about the lady from Health Canada speaking. But I'd like to hear something more like that where they explain everything because that's what I was looking for. So, right. The only thing I think a lot of people from what I'm seeing are worried about is like long term effects, because since this happened over a short period of time, right, they haven't seen the long term effects of it, but they have like... I, I feel confident that it's safe in the short term. You know what I mean? I feel confident about right. all that. I trust the scientists. Yeah. And when you yeah. consider that like the highest seats um, are also taking it, yeah. is, it makes you also feel pretty confident about it. Like yeah. the fact that presidents and sen- senators and mm-hmm. uh, premiers or and, yeah. you know, people like that are taking it. It's like, OK, if you're taking it, then you're putting you know whatever risk there is we're all doing it together so yeah totally i don't want to live in fear anymore (laughs) (laughs) man i actually miss and i'm the type of person that does not like to go out does not like to party Mm. i don't even like drinking heavily like a beer is like my the extent of my drinking but I actually miss like going to a concert or going to a club or so going much. just going dancing and just having fun. And like I never thought that that would be something that I miss. But it recently hit me and I was like, mm-hmm. damn, I do miss that. It's not like I would do that every day if it came no. back. And it took a while for it to, uh, it to hit us. Like, yeah, I it's know been I'm, months. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, it was like 
two weeks after but I, I like having the option is what i'm saying yeah yeah no i miss it i miss definitely the collective energy at small venue concerts like yeah. general admission type concerts of just yeah. being like really pressed oh. against people and the energy of everyone loving that same artist yeah and when it's like a yeah. small like quaint concert when it's not a stadium and it's just like mm -hmm. like at a club or something that kind of concert mm -hmm. you know that everyone there must love the artist yeah because it's not just like some hype artist it's it's yeah. like someone that you really enjoy their music and you can feel everyone's energy and it's just like oh it's so good and yeah. i miss it and i'm excited for the day that we get to do it again totally so kind of talking about what we see is going to happen in 2021 Ooh. i think a lot of it is still going to be as socially distancing like a lot of Honestly, it is going to yeah. feel the same yeah not a lot's going to change for 2021 2022 yeah. however let's get this party started yeah, hey. hopefully <laughs> um but i do think that i don't know not just talking about 2021 but i guess just like going back to life as usual yeah. If that's going to happen at the end of the I, next year or not. Do you but. feel that we are fundamentally changed? Yes. And that going back to normal won't be reverting back to how we were, but it'll look different. I think it'll Like look, there will be a new normal. Do you think that? I think so. On some, like, I hope so. I hope so. Um, I think that's what the government is talking about a lot is like building back better or whatever like i don't really trust the liberal party um are you, <laughs> to deliver are you and conservative <laughs> no definitely a lefty but i just like i was really excited by their throne speech and all of their promises and like they recently just put out a plan to reduce our emissions mm -hmm. and it's better than what i expected from them but it's still not enough right um to save us from our climate doom and who's <laughs> to say that they're gonna follow through exactly exactly and if they were to follow through on all of this then the world would look i mean our country would look fundamentally different after which i hope is the outcome yeah. because so many people are not in a good place right now and building back better is so necessary so necessary yeah and to, to touch on the lib liberal party throne speech mm -hmm. uh, for those international people not in canada throne mm -hmm. speech is like essentially when a government <laughs> leader uh basically lays out the plan mm -hmm. for the uh, upcoming year for the upcoming year yeah and so trudeau you know jt he you know he's put a lot out there and a lot of it did have to do with the environment um and being emission free and you know carbon neutral Planting employing people, trees, yeah. employing people. Pulling people out of poverty, too. Yes, like which is very important. And I, it got me very excited and very hopeful. Um, I know that in the past, there's definitely been promises made that were not delivered. Yeah, real so, big, big promises. So it makes me quite nervous. Mm -hmm. I hope that they do deliver. I really, mm -hmm. really do. But um, I'm a little skeptical. Yeah. But I want it to happen, like, with all my heart. Yeah, definitely. So in terms of like social structures, I think it's very much dependent on politics if things are going to look different afterwards. But in terms of how we operate as humans, yes, I think it's going to be so hard to go back to like normal life just because I feel like we've been so conditioned to be using Zoom and like we've all learned our Zoom etiquette at this point and yeah. that's our main interaction with people now. And also I think that like, 
normal is subjective like when you say normal life like yeah, what does that mean? normal it doesn't really mean anything it just means like how you live for a long period of time mm. so if this is how we were to live for a long period of time like all the zoom calls and this would be considered normal right yeah, this is so normal. i don't think that normal is like it's it's so fluid but i think and hope that going forward even if we stop like the zoom calls and the online learning and all of that stuff mm. i hope that going forward we do have a better sense of self and a better work culture a better uh, societal mm. culture um just a better culture in general because yeah. we've learned through this pandemic in my opinion how to be more compassionate towards one another how to mm. be more compassionate towards the environment yeah. and really seeing the issues that have been there all along but really come more to fruition and, and just be more in our faces which i think is a good thing yeah so i really hope that going forward it's actually with a better outlook and with better intentions. I and, really hope so. Yeah, and more action towards those better intentions. Yeah. In terms of, like, myself, like, I've always had, like, social anxiety, but I just, like, trained myself to exist in the normal world. Like, I definitely refer to myself as, like, an introverted extrovert. And that's just because, like, I can, like, train myself to, like... Be super, like, bubbly and, To like, do it. And, like, it's almost like a customer service persona. Like, I can turn it on. Right. You know? I think there's going to be a lot of social anxiety for me and, like, potentially for other people about going back. Because, I don't know, I, I really like the comfort of routine in mm, some aspects. You do. And... You kind of sucked into routine. The transition from regular life to pandemic life was very hard for me. And now, like thinking about transitioning back kind of scares me right like but you'll be fine yeah you'll be it's just like the yeah. change that is scary but change yeah. is also necessary and just yeah. a part of life so i agree with you there like and and i do think though it it has changed things like permanently like for example people are realizing that you don't need to go into the office to get your work done no it's not it's not an essential thing mm -hmm. like people have been working from home it's been working out like you can do things like making deals or like you know having a full-on uh conference or mm -hmm. just like laying out a plan for for what you're doing next so like the project that you're working on and you can do it all virtually it's like yeah it does get tiring some mm -hmm. of the time and i feel like uh in-person engagement is a necessary part of just human interaction mm -hmm. <laughs> but you don't need to do it for everything, no. which people are realizing, which is going to change how we live, totally. in my opinion. Yeah, I think for the better, I think that has a really big potential of reducing emissions. Yeah. Just of like less people commuting totally. to work. And another thing to keep in mind is just like just because the, you know, typical corporate culture, just because the clock strikes nine and you're clocked in mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you're ready. It doesn't mean yeah. that, you know, all of your best ideas are just, boop, okay, here it is. You know, like yeah. people work differently. Like totally. every single human works differently. And mm -hmm. to conform everyone to like a nine to five or like a corporate structure, mm -hmm. it's just like, I think it, that is a huge part of what's damaging our mental health. Totally. And I think the best way to be running organizations is just like, here's what you need to get done this week. Mm -hmm. Do it whenever you want but just have it done by this deadline yeah you know I, like yeah. me and you we agree on this deadline you think it's feasible i think it's feasible so yeah. if you just get this done i know that you've put in 
the hours to do it right and like yeah. you know if you don't get it done by the deadline then we need to talk yeah. but like we both agreed on the deadline we both said yes mm-hmm. uh, i don't care when you work whether it's at 3 a.m yeah. 9 a.m whatever work when as, it works for you as long as you get it done it's all good and i think yeah. that's very good i yeah. think that gives people enough freedom to enjoy work yeah it like keeps you from having to go and work into the office when you're not feeling right like there's definitely yeah. been days where i've gone in yeah. More when I was like doing internships, like gone into an office and I was like not feeling like myself at all. Like, you know, when you just like I struggle with mental health issues, as like I've talked about a lot on this podcast and just like sitting there and like holding back tears at some points. And it's just sometimes you're not meant to be at work mm-hmm. and working from home definitely solves that for me. Yeah. Yeah, so, for sure. Like I feel like, uh, again, corporate culture just doesn't you know keep in mind that like yeah you can get physically sick but what if you're like mentally sick that day yeah what if you're emotionally sick that day you know Mm. and you can't say that you're sick but you're just not feeling good enough to work or not feeling good enough to go physically to work and interact with other humans like for me Mm -hmm. that has been uh, an issue sometimes it's like yeah. i don't feel sick i feel like mentally down or emotionally down mm-hmm. um and it's not a matter of like i can't get the work done because i can it's more of a matter of like i can't i just can't interact with other humans today yeah you know and i think that that's important to just take that time that you need part of it too is just knowing that i have huge crowd anxiety now like oh, yeah. and i don't know if that's gonna be better once I feel like it'll be an adjustment and it'll be gradual because you can't just like go from socially distancing to all of a sudden you're like in a mosh pit or something. No, I don't think I can do that. You would have a panic attack. Yeah, I definitely would. I think there's a lot of people who can do that. Like they get their vaccine and they're just like in a club immediately. Takes off their mask. Choir. (laughs) Like they're like there and ready for it. But I'm not like it's going to be a very slow adjustment. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. That's everybody's going to adjust differently. Yeah. I want to ask you, what are you looking forward to in 2021? Mm-hmm. Even though let's say I'm going to put this out there. Mm-hmm. Years, end of year, start of a new year doesn't mean very much to me. No, I'm just going to say that. Like I know it's a big celebration for a lot of people. They make resolutions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You go to the gym for 2 weeks and then you stop. <laughs> but like just in general, like what are you looking forward to just for the future? And now that we have this vaccine coming out and everything like Mm. that. One thing that's been the hardest for us is not being able to necessarily film with the people that we want to film with. So true. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that, for like the opportunities of having more people in our space and being able to do more things like that. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to potentially being able to like host events in this space as well. Yeah. Like and like bring people together. Bring physically. people on the podcast, bring yeah. people to do more master classes, which yeah. people seem to really enjoy. So yes. I really want to do more of it. It's Me more too. of a matter of like actually getting the person in here. Yeah. Which is like not allowed right now. So we yeah. can't. Yeah. So yeah, I totally agree. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just looking forward to more collaborations mm-hmm. and physically bringing people into our space and totally. like just doing really cool things. So like yeah, I, yeah. If I'm looking forward to anything in 2021, I think it's that. It's the collaborations. I'm hoping that there's like some big system change coming. As I well. hope so too, man. Yeah. Because honestly, until the pandemic hit, like I was very all about me. Mm. and focused on me and worried about me and it was all me yeah and ever since covid hit and you know things have been coming to the light more um i've realized that it's not about me at all and you know like 
before I used to say that, but not really believe it. And now yeah. I really believe it. Like, for example, um, as we know from our previous podcast, I invest now. You know, I'm trying to make my money, make more <laughs> money. But the thing is that I'm not trying to make it for me. I'm trying to make it to have more capital in order to change the things that I want to change. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to be a part of that change for the better. Things like helping animals, helping the earth, you know, uh, working for uh, the reefs that are so important. You know, like I really want to help the environment. Like mm-hmm. that to me is the most important and pressing matter, like just in my life and mm-hmm. for me. So that is what I am saving towards. That's what I, I am investing towards. And that's really what I find a lot of purpose in. By that, do you mean you're like investing in green technology? Not just that. Like, yes, I am. Mm -hmm. But it's not just about investing in green technology um, or just energy. It's it's more so about like whatever capital I gain, I want to be able to do something with it Mm. in order to help the environment directly. In the future, I want to be able to take a trip and actually be able to physically help. Say, for example, cleaning up trash from the ocean or helping with with animals or something like that, something to that degree. Like that's something that I really want to do with my life in the future and hopefully near future. It's also all about art. So for me, it's about the environment and art and how those two integrate. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's beautiful ways in which they can integrate as well. Yeah. On that note, it's been such a like a dream of mine to have like I wish I had access to like Jeff Bezos bank account so I could just solve <laughs> world issues. Like if only. It makes me so mad that he's the one who has billions and billions of dollars. It's like Yeah. You could end homelessness. <laughs> yeah. But For real. yeah. You know, you can't really control what other people do. All you can no. do is control what you do. So I'm going to work my butt off Mm -hmm. in order to be able to do the things that i think will help a lot Mm. um to the best of my capabilities yeah and i think as well as spending your money towards charities i think what is important to be doing is being an advocate because while individual actions are important the actions of corporations are more important the actions of like corporations are the biggest polluters mm-hmm. and we're not going to solve climate change through individual actions. Right. You know, we need these, we need to hit by hit. Yeah. I just mean like change these giant corporations that are the biggest pollutants that are, um, there's so much wrong yeah. with gigantic corporations. Like yeah. there's so many things involved in that, not just pollution, but also uh, mistreatment of other human beings like mm-hmm. slavery. There's there's yeah. exploitation. There's, um, for example, cutting down giant parts of the Amazon just to farm palm oil. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And there's so many things that we buy that's a commodity that we do not need. Mm hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's a big part of it. But also what I'm thinking is how you go forward as an activist, at least like locally and globally, is advocating against subsidies for oil and gas companies. You know what I mean? I feel like those. that's where you start. In one, my, yeah. yeah, one is advocating against subsidies because 
supporting these industries and providing more money for them to stay afloat is silly business you know what i mean like it's useless too that's not where we're going it doesn't make any sense to as a nation to be investing in that it doesn't make economic sense you know what i mean if that isn't the future then it's not going to help the population get more jobs and then two it also is horrible for the environment and we're on the clock right now you know what i mean we're like counting it down against time we are and investing that in that and is just stupid at this point it doesn't make any sense we yeah. need to be investing towards green technology so one remove subsidies and then two create regulations yeah. for these industries you know what i mean yeah. going past the carbon tax and incentives to invest in green technology which is what a lot of the liberals plan was that they released it was, a lot of it was about incentivizing companies to invest in green technology and then also putting a price on carbon which is a good first step, but we also need to be regulating these industries more. Like I think Trudeau is doing a lot to still try and satisfy both sides. And at this point, like we can't be thinking like maybe like 10 years ago we could have done that, but like we need to be moving a bit faster in my opinion. And I think that means for us to be advocating for more regulation on these industries. I agree. And you know, there are oil companies that do both oil and green energy. So because they're incentivized to do exactly, that so they have the capability. They have yeah. the, they're capable. It's not like you just fully get rid of them and then like who cares what happens to those people? It's like no, they can actually invest in green energy. They just yeah. don't want to because for them it's cheaper yeah. and it's more profitable to right now um, have all of their business be in oil, mm-hmm. and we need to make it harder yeah. for them to be 100% oil and need to make it to to facilitate them transitioning into green energy. And that's because through like a cost benefit analysis right now, it makes more economic sense for them to stay in oil and gas. But if we remove subsidies and if we create laws that make it more expensive for them to be doing this, then it incentivizes them to go in a different direction. It makes it so that it doesn't make economic sense anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's what needs to be happening in this next year. And we also need to be advocating for social change. You know what I mean? Um, There cannot be an environmental revolution without also considering all these different factors of ending homelessness, ending hunger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we need... To be thinking about all these issues and bringing there's everyone so many with us. Issues. Yeah, there's so many issues. So, mm-hmm. in general, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we kind of took it took took a turn there and went really mm-hmm. serious. But in general, I would just say that like our future, we advocate for it being green. We think it should be green. We think it is going in that direction, and we're looking mm-hmm. forward to advancements in that general field in the long run. We're thinking long term, yeah. long term thinkers out here. Yeah. So I would love to hear what everyone else has to think as well. Absolutely. We definitely recommend that people look further into the vaccine. Don't just listen to what we're saying, our emotions. Yeah. Clearly, Um, we're not experts. No, we're not. We haven't done enough research. But this is just like us sort of talking about our own feelings towards it. We're definitely not giving you any information here. We're just sort of like speaking on our feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that all of the protests uh, that happened this year were so essential Mm -hmm. towards going in the right direction. That's why I'm hopeful. That's why I'm optimistic. Mm -hmm. And that's what I am looking forward to Mm -hmm. is is people fighting for a better planet and better treatment of fellow humans. Yes, a more equitable planet. 
Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Looking forward to that, guys. Yeah. And hopefully as a videographer and photographer, we can capture it and yeah. really make beauty out of all of this already beautiful change. Mm -hmm. And that inspire is more change. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. High five. Super nice. Super good. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you know what gave me chills? Another thing I'm going to recommend is the Google 2020 wrapped video. Yeah, that one was really so good. good. Whoever did it, fantastic. Cheers. It was a very simple, yeah. nothing fancy, but it was effective. Good at it. So whoever did this, great on you. Like good art. Ten out of ten art. <laughs> so I think that's it for today. Thank you everyone for listening to what we have to say. If you are sharing my emotions of anxiety with heading back to regular society. Um, and if you're looking forward to a greener future, hit that like button. Yeah, hit that like button. Subscribe to support the channel. We really appreciate it. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And subscribe. also subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And hit that notification bell on YouTube because we put out videos every single week and you do not want to miss them. Yeah. Peace. Peace.